0: Beneath a waterfall, two nudists come to blows, the violent kind. The rocks beneath a waterfall are some of the smoothest rocks on the planet, but they can be deadly in the right hands. The victim, not quite dead, finds a maple leaf floating through the bloodied plunge basin, considers it, and stuffs it in their ear. Is it a clue to the murder? Is it a hint at the motive? No, it's Dying Message, the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast. Welcome to Dying Message, where each week we watch detective anime along with a mystery guest. Today's case, Detective Conan movie number 21, The Crimson Love Letter. I'm your lead investigator, Noah Max Levine. And if you'd like to learn how to be the lead investigator on a detective anime podcast, I'm selling a series of instructional cassette tapes for two small payments of $19.95 plus shipping and handling. So uh, what we watch this week is a movie. You can find the Blu-ray if you want to own it physically or you can rent it in the, you know, various places that you rent films online. Um, It's not on any of the streaming services, but we're going to give you quite the lowdown on this film, uh, whether or not you have seen it. And uh, you're going to have a good time with us. Joining me, as always, is our resident anime expert, Michael Savitsky, who continues to live with me and watch a lot of anime. Relatively new thing because we're somewhere in the middle of the year 2021. Uh, Things are weird, but we spent a year where we never left each other's presence, and now (laughs) we're starting to be in different places. So yesterday, you were home alone for most of the day, and when I asked you what you got up to, it was mostly anime-related activities. That's what I always do. Or anime-adjacent activities.
1: (laughs) What do I do besides play games and watch anime? (laughs) I I don't know. Go to work. (laughs) You read a book. I've read books. I read (sighs) Yeah, I go to the gym. I do things. I drink coffee.
0: It's a well-rounded
2: round- individual. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: who is that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, thank you for being very specific about the activities you got up to yesterday to make this an interesting uh, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you shouldn't have asked me earlier when I told you the specific things. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. Am I right? Fine. I watched the third episode of Nights and Magic. And I played the final story chapter of Monster Hunter Stories Two. Does that make you feel better? Yeah, that's.
0: I mean, all all of our stalkers are writing it down in their stalker diaries, which are made of human flesh. Go ahead, uh, Michael. What have you
1: got for us today? Well, gosh, there just wasn't anything cultural to talk about in this movie. <laughs>
0: uh, JK, there's a, It's almost entirely about this uh, game called Karuta. Yes, I'm going to stop. What? I'm going to stop you right there. Because it's such an important part of this movie, I think we should bring our guests in cool before we yeah. start talking about it. Okay. And I I knew that I was gonna do that, so I could have told you I was gonna stop you. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's meet our guests. They're awesome. Our guests this episode are the two hilarious hosts of the Rotten Treasure movie franchise podcast. They are both improv comedians who spent time performing on the improv team daddy issues. Our first guest is a cat mom of three, while our second guest is very tall. I've cracked the case. It's Kai Bobby and Jim O'Donnell. Hello.
2: Hello. Oh, Oh, we should
4: have. We honestly, we should have said hello in order because I'm Jim.
0: Oh, (laughs) and I'm
3: Kai. Hi.
0: (laughs) Uh, Kai, you've recently solved the mystery of the missing sawbuck. We'll get to that later. And both of you have been on our podcast before on episode Mm -hmm. 23. So if people want to hear you talk in detail about anime and mystery stuff, or, you know, relative detail, they can go back to episode 23. But for people that are meeting hearing you for voices for the first time, just like on a scale of one to 10, how into anime are each of you? I guess I would say six, because it's slightly more than average,
4: but like not really too much more than average. I, I have watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z as a kid. I've been kind of going through One Piece, I've been taking a break because I don't want to get exhausted watching One Piece because it's literally a thousand episodes at the moment. I think That's it might true. be 950 or something. So I watch it a decent amount, but definitely not like my only source of entertainment. That was Jim. And this is Kai's answer. <laughs>
2: uh, Yeah, my experience with anime is slim to none. I... Uh, I just yeah it's not in my world it hasn't been I've been told by many people in my life that it should be Uh, and when I watch it I have to read it and when I read stuff I fail
0: (laughs) there's a lot of anime these days that is dubbed and some of the dubs are pretty decent
2: I know but it feels like weird to watch them a little bit because as I know it to be like you have they change names so you're like carl and you're like that's not carl <laughs> sometimes they don't do that anymore okay
0: sometimes they re- they really keep the keep the dub closer it just cool. it just depends i'm also a big supporter of dubs
4: due to the fact that it's just it's easier for us to watch and it does take out that level of uh learning curve that you need and also people work really hard on them the
0: funimation is a big one yeah incredible voice actors that do
2: also, to be yeah. fair, I tried to watch this, write notes on it, and read it. <laughs> so just I think that's, as have been pointed out by my partner, that's difficult for everyone, probably.
0: <laughs> the only reason we were able to watch this and take notes at the same time without stopping it is because we'd seen it before. Yeah. If we hadn't seen it before, I, I would have been stopping oh, every 30 t- seconds.
2: It's a one hour and 50 minute movie. It took me three hours. I took. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I appreciate that so much. That you uh, did all that t- just to join
3: us oh,
2: on this bring here you podcast. bring you basically nothing. I am so confused. We're going to talk about it. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: yeah, I can't wait to
0: find out what happened in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, same question on the subject of mysteries. One to ten, where's your interest level? Also, this is Jim. Uh, <laughs> please say that at the beginning of everything you say from this point
3: forward, would be helpful. <laughs>
2: you can tell uh, listeners, uh, Jim is the tall one.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I want it to be like a screenplay where my name comes
0: up at the beginning of every sentence I say. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, how far away are we from like if you have like your Google Glass lenses and you're listening to a podcast and like the person's face comes up while they're talking in like the corner of your vision while you're listening to it? I would love that because there is sometimes
4: when I'm listening to a podcast, like I'm getting used to one and then two people have a kind of similar voice.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't do a podcast together. Yeah. Mm.
1: Oh, like Paul F. Tompkins and some other comedian whose name I don't remember. They have the same podcast voice and I get confused. I'm like, is that Paul F. Tompkins? No. Paul F. Tompkins.
3: (laughs) I
4: I like mysteries. I don't read them or consume them as much as I'd like to. Like, I'm always interested in them, but I just haven't really dove too much into them to really make an informed decision on that. But I do really like them. Like, I read uh, And Then There Were None one time and that was a lot that, that was really good
2: yeah i'm pretty sure i said this the last time i was on here that like my relationship with mysteries is like the movie clue and like <laughs> oh just, yeah i love clue play, that's ooh, one of my also favorite movies playing the game clue um <laughs> uh clueless uh that's great that <laughs> 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 no it's, it's not not good without the clue <laughs> <laughs> mystery used to be something i used to read a lot like as a kid when i was comfortable like just like reading. I stopped being comfortable reading at, like, high school level, I would say, um, which is unfortunate, but very accurate. That's why I fucking, oh, my God, Hunger Games stuff. I was like, this is so easy to read. This is available for anyone. I should. I heard I should read the Twilight series.
4: (laughs) So you read, like, a lot of, like, boxcar
0: children. Who'd you hear that from? And are you still friends with them? (laughs) I
4: should
2: be friends with all these people forever. (laughs) So... Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give it like a like a like a two these days. Mysteries, mm-hmm. um like maybe like shows and stuff when you have them. But I mean like it's not right. I'm not like watching like detective shows anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, broad church was great. Love that.
0: It, broad church is great. I haven't decided whether or not I'm gonna have you repeat all this stuff next week. We'll figure that out because <laughs> you are coming back next week to watch a shorter, much more much different um and, and I think sl- Way more straightforward uh, other Detective Conan movie, a live action one. Let's loop back to the subject of um, Detective anime. So you've watched some Detective Academy Q for the show. You've now watched this Detective Conan movie. And Kai, I think you've heard a couple episodes of the podcast. And And that is it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that summarizes. (laughs) So we need to start talking about this thing because it's a a full movie. So (laughs) there's a full movie's worth of things to talk about. Michael, what what do we need to know about Detective Conan?
1: Well, Detective Conan are the various adventures of Shin- Shinichi Kudo, a teenage detective who once while watching a mysterious deal was attacked and forced to take a poison which shrunk his body to that of a child in order to solve mysteries and get information on the assailants that transformed him into a child. He lives with the detective Mori Kogoro and his high school sweetheart, his daughter, uh, Mori Ron. Uh, yeah. And they, they solve lots of mysteries and very occasionally intersect with that organization. Not today.
0: No, not in this one at all. <laughs> this is a lovely film for people that like high school romances as portrayed in films in America in like the 90s.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a sports movie. It had a full training arc
1: and everything. Yeah.
2: I wish it was part motocross movie. Like I really wanted there to be like also oh, he's got a big tournament coming up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was part motocross movie.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited to get to the big action. Kai mm-hmm. Jim. So, I know there's it, it was a little bit confusing and there's a couple reasons for that, but overall any overall thoughts? Don't spoil the end of the mystery okay. just yet, but any everything else is fair game. Honestly, I wish I could spoil the, the mystery.
4: I, oh my god! Same. I, I, I have an idea of who did it, but I have no idea what the motivation is. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that. I liked it. Uh, I wish I, I, I had trouble reading a lot of the subtitles because uh, I think we I don't remember if we had said this in this podcast yet. There was a lot of pe- people talking over each other. Yeah. And a lot of uh, like people singing and then someone talking over the singing.
3: <laughs>
4: he had to kind of pick and choose and those were always relevant information so it was tough to and it it went there was no time for it to be on the screen they always did it
0: exactly as long as the person was talking and that's it yep mm-hmm. it's a very precise subtitling um in that yeah if multiple people are talking they'll all they'll always give you the subtitles for both and they're really preserving a lot of the Japanese idiosyncrasies, which makes it a bit harder to follow for sure. Yeah. And also there
4: was a, a little bit of a learning curve uh, with like who everyone was and also yeah. Japanese culture.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, Like how amazing it would be if like there was the option to like split your captions to be like, oh, background noise is split to the left side of the TV and the bottom left and the other the bottom right is just the dialogue. Um, listen. TV creators, do it. <laughs> yeah, my experience was mostly good. uh Most mostly because, like, what's it called when you suspend your disbelief? My, I never use that expression correctly. You, I did suspend your disbelief. It. Yeah, wonderful, I'm doing great. That you just give that up and you're like, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? This movie's fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and it's over. It's overkill. Like dorky love. And like, uh, yeah, I, I had a positive experience with what I think the movie was about. but uh we'll find out I'm very excited for you to tell us about the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's also two like super over the top action sequences which is one of the reasons I was into this into doing this film today there's definitely some parts of that where you could be confused about exactly. Oh, I'm excited!
2: Happened. I'm excited to find out about certain parts of those and to talk about yeah. those particularly. But first, we should talk about all the boards. Yeah, it's it's just yeah.
1: interesting because this is we're starting at the 21st movie in terms of covering Detective Conan movies on our podcast, and there's maybe more than 21 if you count like specials and like the Lupin the Third movie and stuff like that. This
0: isn't the most recent one. This one right. aired, uh, w- was in theaters in japan in april of 2017 yeah. yeah but but basically what i was what i was getting at is that the movies are
1: definitely subject to what i would call action creep mm. in that the first movie wasn't very actiony at all there was like a suspenseful sequence maybe but like every time they make one it seems like they're now obligated to make the next one like a little more actiony and a little more expensive to like meet expectations
0: so it's just gotten more and more action this the second movie already had like a big action climax but not as ridiculous as this one that's yeah for sure. exactly
2: They <laughs> must pay their stuntmen really hard
4: i i it is anime action which i love anime action because it's just they don't care they just go whatever like he's on a skateboard and the skateboard goes real fast like that's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be fun like and it's all really creative and sometimes creative in the wrong direction which it's creative in the wrong direction
0: so much that it's in the right direction <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely gonna kind of break these down. I interrupted Michael before when he was trying to talk about carta, which which might make the movie less confusing. <laughs> okay,
1: there's a lot of things to say about carta, so I'm gonna try to condense it and just say the little bits that are the most relevant. First of all, carta uh, comes came originally the word uh, from well, the Portuguese concept of card games or carta, which is derived from the Latin word for paper, which we know because of the Magna
0: Carta. Uh, so it's all basically the same word. And let me just say, the reason you're talking about this is because the whole movie is structured about people competing in a car to tournament and Mm -hmm. people being murdered in relation to this tournament. And it's, you know, it's like a movie about boxers in a boxing tournament and they're starting to be killed, except instead of boxing each other, they're playing this card game. Can I guess what this game is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, do it.
4: (laughs) It, So it looks like they all have uh, little cards that have poems on them or... Like small sections of poems, but that might just because of uh, Japanese poetry might be just shorter. And then someone reads or sings a poem, and then you have to pick the poem in that's in front of you that fits with that poem, and you want to do it before the other person does that. Yeah, that's approximately yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Whew. Yeah, I'll okay. give the the
1: full thing real quick. So first of all, the concept of karta apparently envelops most Japanese card games. Uh, so it's like a a, a broad concept, the idea of Uta g- Garuta, or I guess as they call it in Hokkaido, Ita karuta, which is probably what they were calling it throughout most of the movie. I didn't think to pay attention to everything they were saying, is this specific game where you have uh, 100 or two sets of 100 cards. One are the ones we saw with the little paintings of people on them. That's the poet represented, uh, and it's got the full poem on it. The reader or the person running the game reads poems off those cards as they draw them from the deck. Uh, and then the uh, the cards in front of the players, which are randomly splayed out a set, set of them, are the last, like, stanza of the poem. Uh, and basically, the reader is reading the whole poem, so they have to, like, remember, this is the last stanza of that poem and get there before the other players. So there's an aspect of being familiar with 100 different poems. Uh, and all of the poems come from the Ogura Hyakunin issue, or literally 100 poems by 100 people, basically. Uh, and they are all, uh, they're like an old classic collection of what are called, uh, tr- 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 what's the name of that form of poetry? Uh, bu- bu- bu. Tanka. i have to look it up. Waka. No, it's <laughs> not Tanka. Waka, which are, you know, haiku or 575 syllables or on in the case of Japanese, where these waka are 57577. Five, seven, seven. So it's similar to uh, haiku. Almost more of a limerick.
0: Yeah. Okay. It looks like these are tanka poems, which are a subset of waka poems. The tanka are the short ones. Ah, that are five, seven, five, seven, seven syllables. And whew, that's that's a subset of all the information available about that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, and in in uh, Hokkaido specifically, the cards are typically made of wood, which is why they're able to slap them and they pierce the wall in yeah, this anime. That's wild. <laughs> I w- I want to say three
0: more things. Okay, say three more things. <laughs> so first, <laughs> I skipped a lot. <laughs> we see her like. Uh, Kazuha has to become a master at this in two days throughout the movie and we see her like training and memorizing very intensely Because the the degree to which they memorize these things is that they will know which poem it is by the first few syllables If the reader goes like foo and they know oh well only one out of these 100 poems starts with foo They are already know which poem it is right so they're not even like m- memorizing They are memorizing the whole poems, but they're like really breaking it down The second thing I want to say is there's this really weird, not weird, this really different approach to judging and refereeing, which is they don't have referees. And anytime there's like a dispute, the two people are just supposed to sort it out and agree with each other. (laughs) And that happens at one point in the, in the end of the movie, just where they don't agree and then they sort it out. And that's kind of interesting. And it's, so it's very honorable and, and whatnot. There's that respect and that involved. And the third thing is there was an anime Called Chihaya Furu, which is also, I think, a manga and a live action show, and it was popular at one point. And the writer of Detective Conan had seen that movie, and that was why he was like, "Ooh, I want to do a movie about carta because that's a show just about carta players."
2: I I absolutely love the game. Uh, I I like I I watched a video right afterwards. I had to look into this game because I don't know. I just love games that you have to like quick like quickly get shit. uh or like whatever i love matching games relatively uh there's a game twin it that our mutual friend nathaniel bought um have you played that
0: two things come out and you have to find the thing that's on both cards no
2: like you have two decks and then they're double-sided with like different patterns and all these patterns look incredibly similar to like another pattern that exists out there too uh, there's different versions of the game, but essentially you're just like flipping them out and then trying to put, you have to put your fingers on both the matches when they happen. Or you can play the chaotic version where you just splatter them all on the table and then try, in like a time amount with a cooperative try to like find them. I just like the idea of doing something like that, but being able to fling them where they can go kill somebody <laughs> on the wall. Just, like, <laughs> instead of instead of just tapping them with your finger, I want more games where you have to be like Stop! <laughs> get the fuck out of <laughs> here. Well,
1: there's there's no telling really how dramatic they made this compared to how it's actually played because yeah. it's like.
0: Well, Kai, you were watching videos of like I was watching yeah, play it.
2: like a, a high school tournament, kids were like this was really popular. Um, and they were just like, Yeah, they were fleeing them pretty far away.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the the goal there's like a little area and you have to get the card
2: outside mm-hmm. of like the little boundaries. Yeah. So it but it doesn't matter how far it goes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I would be that over dramatic person just like just like, okay, you don't <laughs> you're gonna hurt somebody, Kai. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I also think it's worth just describing what it looks like, which is like two people on their knees bent over, just cards lying on the floor facing each other. It looks like how I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: <laughs> this game is just so strange because I just can't imagine there's any way to play this casually. Like The main advantage of this game is to memorize one hundred poems and know the end line of the poem before another person.
2: Well, if so you play like, it casually,
0: <laughs> you you might have to wait until they start reading that line, and then mm. you'll find it, and it I'm might actually, take a while.
2: I'm gonna send you the video I watched because there's actually does. It shows like a Sears commercial, like Quality Family, like that kind <laughs> of that, that kind of gets you in the vibe, like enjoying the game <laughs> and just like being like, oh, it's this one. <laughs>
3: and you're like,
2: no, no, no. I just watched a movie about this. It is not. Oh, it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> Light tapping. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm.
2: how you play, I guess, if you have like a four year old. You know just like, me- ha <laughs> You didn't, didn't see that one. Yeah, I
0: could see it being a good, like, learn to read game. Yeah. There's a reference into the movie to someone whose family would play it on New Year's. Is this one of those games that like families play together on New Year's in Japan? Mm-hmm. I'd ask that as a question to you, Michael. Oh, I don't know. The answer is we don't know, but maybe. I, I'm honestly not sure when it's played. The Wikipedia article I have open is for competitive karata, and that's different than casual carta.
2: <laughs> I think it's like pizza bagels. You really could just, anytime. Like it's. Anytime. Oh,
4: yeah. Karata in the morning, karate in the evening, karate at <laughs> <it's> supper time. <laughs> <laughs> it just says like you're talking about carrots. Jim.
1: When is on a tatami mat, you can play carta anytime. <laughs> they did play it on tatami
0: mats. Just so everyone knows. They do some fun things with the visuals (laughs) of it. And one place where the visuals are of the card to cards is very paramount is the opening credits of the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In particular, like they always do a dramatic presentation of the titles in like 3D animation things moving and flying around. And this had lots of explosions when that was coming up. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Which is great because that's what you want.
0: Um, Any other thoughts on the opening credits? They give you a bunch of narration on some, who some of the characters are.
2: That was helpful. Yeah, I did find that helpful, yeah. Uh,
4: Noah, you had sent us a yeah. Word document with all the characters, and this went kind of a little bit in depth with it. It's just like, oh, by the way, I I used to be 16, now I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with this movie, idiot. Uh, but you you <laughs> sent us a thing where it was like, here's his name, here's his name now, uh, here's here's why he's like this, here's a different person. This guy, this is a chipmunk that hangs out with a guy like, <laughs> <laughs> oh the
2: yes, chipmunk.
4: chipmunk. <laughs> what is that character's name? I uh, the chipmunk. Iyana Iana-
1: Koji. Iana Koji.
2: Oh, and this yeah. is the sick, rich girl. She'll be in bed the whole movie. That's important. Don't forget her. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to be introduced for She's no reason. She's often
1: more important, but they were like enough characters. But like have her appear anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's in her contract. We need
2: these three other little idiot six-year-old like, kids to be in the movie <laughs> instead. Wearing
1: way too fashionable of clothing.
0: <laughs> oh, their jackets were so fashionable. You have to imagine in Japan where these movies have aired once a year for like 24 years, mm-hmm. like someone walking into movie 21 or it's 23 insane. and never having seen a movie before is like walking into Avengers Endgame without having seen any of those movies you heard here
1: folks this the Crimson Love Letter uh, Detective Conan movie 21 is the Avengers Endgame of Japan that's what Noah says
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean there's that there's as many returning characters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. I would imagine you wrote this down Noah but in the beginning I did try to keep track from my notes like what the song was like Jimmy talked about when it was confusing to keep track of like what we were saying, whether it was music going. I was also trying to take like, all right, what part of this is the song? What part of this is just someone talking? <laughs> like, and take the right notes down. But I got "By the Wind, Storm's Blast" from uh, Makuro's Mountain Slopes.
0: That's got to be one of the poems. That sounds like one of the poems. It was just
2: one of the poems. Okay.
0: Yeah, because they they were when they read the poems, they chant them in like a da 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 kind of way.
2: Mm-hmm. In this desire in this dire distress my life is meaningless so we must meet
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay let's get a little more into this what the movie is about so there is this club what part of Japan are we in Michael they're in Osaka they go to Kyoto at one point D- they stop into Kyoto they're in Honshu in terms of the region. Kyoto is pretty pretty close by mm-hmm reasonable enough to travel on motorcycle while you have a six-year-old uh, <laughs> Also on your motorcycle with you who very
2: looks like a sh- definitely just a shrunken human. It, it's like not even it I don't understand the the the, the dimensions of, the, of these little beings. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: he looked like um, like George Lopez when they flash back to being a kid, and it was like a kid's body and then George Lopez's head. Yeah, <laughs> he also sounded like a like a sixteen year old kid. Like, he didn't sound like a
0: six-year-old. <laughs> That's a good point that before I actually wanted to talk about the premise. So we'll come back yeah. to this. I did want to talk about the re- some of the returning main characters okay. of the show. So you're describing what Conan looks like. He's the 16-year-old trapped in a six-year-old body, wears a bow tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets into lots of action. Mm-hmm. Nobody is ever watching him. Mm-hmm. I do like early on. So two of the other main recurring characters are Kogoro, the detective, and Ron, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Ron being Shinichi, who is also Conan's high school sweetheart and very early on he's the detective is doing some interview and Ron's like oh I, s- I sent Conan to watch him and make sure he doesn't get into trouble and it's like you sent a six-year-old <laughs> to keep an eye on a fully grown man yeah.
4: <laughs> there's a lot of like kids not being watched in this movie like <laughs> yeah in fact there's at one point where hey G, He's, uh, he says to his mom, hey, mom, I'm going to go hang outside someone's house for all <laughs> night tonight. She's like, oh, yeah, have fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: He's her bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's talk about Heiji and Kazuha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Heiji is the, the famous high school detective from the West part of Japan. He's Western Shinichi, basically. <laughs> Down to their designs being similar. He knows that Conan is actually Shinichi Kudo, which is why he in this film, he, he usually refers to him as Kudo. Is? Okay. This is my
4: ignorance on Japan. Japan is kind of banana shaped, right? Yeah. And like, so would the western part be considered like, the, basically the southern part? Would it be like the southwest versus the northeast? Or is it like split down?
1: Osaka isn't even like the most far west or the most far south.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit west of Tokyo. Okay. Looks like it from
0: my... Me looking at Google Maps. Google Maps, (laughs) brought to you by Dying Message, the detective anime mystery podcast.
2: Such a good detective, Jim. Excellent work.
3: (laughs) You solved (laughs) the case. (laughs) Thank
2: you. (laughs) But
0: because Heiji is kind of a mirror image of Shinichi, he also has his weird, like, not quite girlfriend. And that is Kazuha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he takes on Heiji and Kazuha, their relationship, their personalities. When are they going to finally do it? When are they going to finally
1: just make it like when are they gonna finally get together come on
2: why wait (laughs) a rachel situation this is exhausting (laughs) is that what's happening (laughs) and it feels like it because like heiji shouldn't be a desirable guy
4: (laughs) he He is constantly like what are you talking about you're a moron and then she'd get mad and then he hangs at the phone he's like why is she mad at me i can't figure it out
0: (laughs) (laughs) so bad I think this is a uh, line I wrote down from the opening credits when they're describing Heiji and then Kazaha. They say about Kazaha, quote, she's always frustrated by Heiji's remarks. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's their main characteristic,
1: saying remarks and being frustrated by them.
2: I love it. Uh, like, I love... The- I don't watch a lot of these, so like, there's a couple like physical emotions. They get really stiff when they get like really like embarrassed. Their eyes get really tight when they're really embarrassed. Like, like they're they little, like yeah, like no, no, they just get like they, their eyes just get replaced with little tiny black dots. That's it.
1: Oh, That's especially when like there's a murder. Dying,
2: oh, yeah, 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 what yeah, happens? What is, is
3: happening? <laughs> <Like>, oh, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, they do a lot of shaky eyes. There's like a shaky eye thing that happens at one point too, where like like I don't I don't never want to be scared where my eyeballs are shaking back and forth.
4: <laughs> they, that's <laughs> to me is they make what I consider to be the most anime sound, which is ah, 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 ah. Like, like they're they, they're so perfect. shocked they can't scream. Yeah, you've got like the thing in the throat. <laughs> that
3: they're like. <laughs> that
4: that to me i it's in every single anime i've ever seen mm-hmm.
2: and it's a turtle having sex it's ridiculous it's uh, they we, use okay like, <laughs> well they
1: also use like very like in the throat valley things as like almost as words like mm, is just like yeah uh, okay
4: also kai uh turtle having sex sounds like
3: Sorry, I
4: apologize Very distinctly
2: different I
4: looked over at my girlfriend and she was making a face like Why do you know that? (laughs) Anyway
0: (laughs) Also appearing in this film Are Genta, Mitsuhiko, and Ayumi Who are three six year old Classmates of Conan And they have like such a small part in this movie, but they just keep popping up over and over again. And speaking of kids being unattended, they're like, why are they even here? Because they just were like, oh, you're going to my friends going to Osaka. I also want to go to Osaka. Mm-hmm. One of their contributions to the end tournament was one, two, th- or, ready, set, you do it or something like that. <laughs> they cheered. They were cheering for the in the, the final bits of the competition. Yeah. Any other thoughts about the kids? Michael, do you want to talk about their outfits? uh they were way too
1: fashionable they they both of the boys had like these asymmetrical like strap on the side like buckles and buttons not something a six-year-old would ever wear it's like something that wish tries to sell me on facebook (laughs) like those weird sort of like fancy hoodies that look like they're from
0: assassin's creed yeah these these kids had stitch fix yeah And sometimes they're a much bigger part of the plot of the TV show or, or a, a particular movie. I mean,
2: I know we're supposed to talk about it relatively in order. But I mean, like in the egg credit scene, I would have loved if they just had a bunch of shopping bags. They just like showed up like, hey, just like, <laughs> 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 just like, what's up? Just like, whoa, stacks. <laughs> just money falling out of their back pockets, Like, oops, oh, I'll come back for that. Maybe it'll be later. <laughs> who knows?
0: <why> <laughs> they're fashionable. Two other characters who, d- who just like provide tech support at a distance are Professor Agasa. And high bar I yeah, she was like the the Wade from
4: Kim Possible. And <laughs> I don't know how she is in the normal series but that's how she that's
0: what her role in this movie was. Fun fact, Wade from Kim Possible is a 40-year-old who was de-aged to be a kid. That's not true, but you could imagine <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I I honestly thought it was true for
4: a second like did I n- I never watched the first episode of Kim Possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Haibara is also
1: the other person who got turned into a 6-year-old yes. uh, yes. in this universe,
0: yeah. You could tell. And it doesn't matter at all in this film because she's only ever with the in a room with the other person who knows that she's really an adult. Does she normally have like a role other than Wade? No, that's her main thing. Okay. Sometimes she'll be there and like, she kind of mothers the children cause she hangs out with them cause people think she's a child, yep. but then she like, as opposed to their mothers who never hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. <just> makes, <laughs> makes sure they're okay. She was actually older than
1: Shinichi, but like came back to approximately the same yeah. age looking thing. Uh, but she was a scientist. So she hangs out with the other scientist. Yep. There was a one point where the professor was like,
4: quiz time. Yes. And then she very rudely gave the answer. (laughs) Like, they're six-year-olds. This is supposed to be a learning lesson for them. We know you know the answer because you're a 20-year-old scientist. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: also a bit of meta humor because Professor Agasa does this pop quiz corner in every movie specifically. Mm -hmm. And he like had to shoehorn himself in to do it this time. So she was just kind of like being
0: over it. And I think that's I one of the reasons okay. both the kids and the professor appear in this movie is so that they can do the quiz. Like, and they boy, always do. I wanted
1: to figure out how the wordplay that this quiz was based off of worked, so I could talk about on the podcast. I sure tried for like a long time to figure oh, did it you? out. I could, I like maybe if I went back and went to the movie, I could have figured it out better. But like just trying to remember, like Okarita is like picking the rice off the ground, so I was like trying a million combinations of things. Like I can't
0: figure out how this wordplay worked. I, I almost <laughs> wish we'd watched all watched it with the dub this time because Mm -hmm. we had seen it before with the subtitles because you just wonder like did they they probably swapped in an entirely different joke there that they just tried to come up with but who knows oh Oh,
4: maybe i feel like they were playing off the wordplay and then they just dismissed it very quickly that quiz was so frustrating because essentially he said four random things that kind of could go with it and it's like those kids would never be able to like figure that out just like (laughs) Like, looking at the question, be like, okay, I can, like, determine what this is. It was kind of one of those quizzes that was like, do you know the answer to this
0: already? Because if you don't, then you're fucked. Well, it's a (laughs) certain kind of Japanese wordplay that doesn't really work in English. Yeah, and they are always wordplay. These quizzes are always wordplay. So that's, like, the expectation. Uh, It often has to do with two words that use the same kanji, the same written characters, but are different words. Or, like, an element of the kanji. And it's, like, there is there just is no real english equivalent i guess it would be something like you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish something in that uh, (laughs) realm well no i was gonna say more something that refers to the letters like i'm trying to i'm trying to make one up and it's gonna be really bad (laughs) Like, like what musical instrument is the worst one to bump into at a cocktail party and it's like it's a xylophone because it's your ex because there's like an X in xylophone, uh, and X is your X,
3: you know. I hated that,
0: the, but it's like it's like something within the word. Or, you know, it doesn't really work in English, is what I'm trying to say.
2: For whatever reason, Noah cut out, and you were—I didn't hear you for like a minute, and I was just like, everyone else didn't like your joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that's that, So generous of but you I Kai. don't. I don't. No, 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 I get the vibe that that's the case. I. I,
3: <laughs> I <laughs>
2: I don't know what it is, but I, it sounds like I don't want it. I don't want to know what it was. Um, <laughs> was it good? No, was it really good? Was it a It was the best. Okay. It was
0: I was just trying to give an example of a kind the kind of joke.
2: I was the one that was pumped about it. So the internet was a dick to me about that. I was like, "No, give me that. I want to know what it is."
0: Oh boy, we still haven't talked about the plot of this very long movie.
2: Yet. Yeah, yeah, Son- I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's okay, don't worry. That'll be quick. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> yeah. We mentioned that we'll Sonako uh, Sonoko is their rich friend, and she it's just seen like twice for five seconds. She is sick, so she can't come on the trip. So we like see her being sick in bed. She did, however, fund the trip, which is very, very
4: nice. helpful of her. They got have a
2: Richie Rich friend. Everyone.
4: <laughs> That's why they were in a hotel room. They had to go to the tournament. Oh,
0: yes. okay. Yeah. I just realized <laughs> that now. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that. You know. Yeah, I didn't think of that until now either, I guess. So at the beginning, they're just in Osaka to go to the TV station because the detective is being interviewed. Mm -hmm. But then um, there's a big explosion. We'll talk about that. The person that was going to compete for this certain high school gets injured. And so Kaza has to step in. So now they all have to stay for 48 hours to help her train and to see the competition in two days. So then Sonoko books them a nice hotel room. And that's all pretty good. -hmm. And when you see a shot, the reason that she's helping them out is because she's now dating uh, Makoto, who's a karate guy, I think. And she's like, "He'll think better of me if I'm uh, helpful." That's uh, that was such a random moment where she was. was They were just like, "Hey, this is where we are in the series right now. I have a boyfriend." Back to the plot. Any thoughts on Heiji's mom? Very irresponsible mother. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) elaborate. I I, I said, "She's better
1: than Shinichi's mom," though. Shinichi has a mom? <laughs> yeah. She's an actress. So he's living abroad in America. She came home like three times.
4: Oh my god, I thought he was just an orphan, which is wait, why wait,
2: wait. like <laughs> which is why he hung out with Ran and uh her dad. Does Shinichi's mom go, "Why are you a tiny little being?" <laughs>
4: <laughs> they they they
1: know the whole thing oh, okay. like they cool, 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 cool. they figured well, the whole thing th- out on their own. That was
2: the thing I was going to ask real quick, just where this lands in all of the I know there's like a thousand episodes of this show. What what mm-hmm. episode is this movie between? I don't know like does it exist give me like a a wild card shot something
1: that it was in like what 2017 is when this aired. okay cool so this is
2: probably towards like 900 this is like later there's a lot of content that's gone out about this these fucking characters beforehand then
0: (laughs) yeah the detective Conan (laughs) wiki is great and has a lot of information on this movie but it doesn't have that exact information Mm
2: -hmm. it just felt like there was a lot of stuff that I was like okay if I watched I'd know what the fuck says about (laughs) Yeah,
0: a little bit yeah the other thing that's interesting about Heiji's mom, she comes in to help Kazuha train in Karata mm-hmm. and she is dressed in traditional Japanese attire. And I guess that's a characteristic of her. And she also happens to have been a former Karata queen. Very helpful. Yeah, thank God that that happened. <laughs> Otherwise
3: we'd <laughs> have a trainer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, totally. she's like a
1: very traditional, like fancy rich woman. So it would be makes sense for her to be Versed in this traditional rich people's game. At least the the anime makes it seem like a lot of rich people get into this as a hobby. Sure. Uh, but to answer everybody's question, uh, this fell somewhere either in episode or season 27 or 28, which starts uh, at episode 818 and ends <laughs> at episode 897. So somewhere in that range. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that very tiny
0: range of about well, 70. I, I'm guessing episodes. by like a two year range because I don't know when the movie mm. hit theaters. One of the ways that that there's this interesting continuity at play in the movie, not interesting, but where continuity is in play, is like there's a bunch of different police agencies that get involved in the crimes and they various people working for them like know Heiji and know of Conan and just like let them be at crime scenes and give them information and help them out.
1: Generally like the anime has let in the like when they're visiting the West and interacting with those police departments. Generally, let them be like, oh, this kid's like a detective.
2: Whereas
4: back home, they have to be like, this kid's an idiot. It it just depends. (laughs) There there was a point where they're at the crime scene. First of all, they shouldn't have been let at that crime scene. (laughs) This 16-year-old and this 6-year-old boy. Uh, But they need to move the TV. And I thought it was very interesting that they had the foresight to be polite and ask the police officer if they could move the TV. But the t- the police officer's like, yeah, sure, I don't care. Six-year-olds moving uh, things on a uh, on a crime scene? Whatever,
0: I don't care. Go for it, dude. Which nobody, they said they've like, have done, have finished their forensic examinations on that scene, but nobody has looked at the TV to see what the person was watching? Yeah. I mean, how
3: yeah, professional can this
1: this detective be anyway? Like, I imagine there's a crime scene where like, so the crime scene appears to be littered with chipmunk poop. <laughs>
3: hmm.
4: Is that a clue? Yeah, <laughs> Or is it just because one of the detectives hangs out with a chipmunk? no
0: way you can get a chipmunk that friendly
2: (laughs) Uh, I've gotten a chipmunk that'd be that friendly I'm from New Hampshire I used to be that idiot to be like hey random animal living in the woods here's some things eat it off my hand this seems safe
4: (laughs) yeah but you're not a detective who hangs out with a chipmunk all the time
2: no No, not these days I was a child
1: with an imagination full disclosure if there were animals that just like chill on your shoulder as you go about your day I would have one it would be my best friend oh yeah but that's not possible. You have a pirate. You can be like a pirate. <laughs> Lizards would be cool. Yeah, they're so Michael, heavy. Have you heard of Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, you can get a Pokemon parakeet. They would fly away immediately. I have no answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Real fast. I just want to complain. Turtles about having
0: them.
2: sex?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a turtle might be fun to keep on your shoulder. They'd be like whatever. You'd have to like attach a thing to its shell so that it, it like, would not fit be, on the.
0: Curve it would not of your be shoulder, good for though. a turtle.
4: <laughs> yeah, you could get like an admiral's uh, or like an admiral's uh, uh, shoulder shoulder blade mm-hmm. and yet so then he has like a little pedestal to sit on
2: i had a little uh golden skink i think it's what uh when i was mm-hmm. a kid and i used to have it hang out on my shoulder while i'd watch tv and stuff like that his name was sly i'd let him hang out with me i would imagine when i like let him he probably was just like i don't know how to get down from here so i'm gonna stay <laughs> <laughs> fun hanging out
0: <laughs> i love that this whole conversation is actually on topic because Hayano koji is a character who has a chipmunk on his shoulder in this <laughs> movie yeah that was the that was the thing I was saying. Yeah, smooth. All right, so we've got thirty minutes to do the plot of the movie. <laughs>
3: we got it.
2: We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right,
0: let's <laughs> let's zip through this. So there's
1: a Karata club called the Satsuki Kai, mm-hmm. and Kai just means like group or meeting. And in any other thing, I would see this translated as the Satsuki group, but they call, they just went with the the uh, honorific question mark or term.
0: The guy who's the president that funds the club is called Kensuke Achiwa, and he runs a real estate company, and we're told Karta is his only hobby. His only hobby. Wow. So he's very <laughs> enthusiastic about it. He has an assistant called Togo Kaeda, who we're told is like takes care of the dark side of his business, mm. but that's just a rumor maybe. And it's a very, very
1: big, obvious,
0: only this guy wears this... That's the guy with the big bulky ring. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. (laughs) He. We also hear a bit about his wife who died three years ago. Her name is Satsuki, so the the club is named after her. The competition is named after her. Mm -hmm. They have a mysterious competition hall built into the side of a mountain that's named Mm -hmm. after her.
3: Where they
1: have the Satsuki Kai emblem, which has a moon in it because the Tsuki
0: in Satsuki means moon. Hmm. But... I think one of the worst things in this movie for me in terms of, like, treatment of female characters is that she died three years ago of, like, being a sad woman.
3: Yeah. <laughs> basically.
2: Oh, my God. That's, That's how very... I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just want to die being That's... a sad woman. No, you got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's it's kind of like when we did the Inugami curse late, re- more recently and, like, the things that happened to Sayoko. It reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. And then some of the characters competing in the tournament, there are two people who end up dead. The first person who's killed is Toshio Yajima. Um, And then there's a guy named Koji Sekine. He survives a little longer. Mikiko Hiromoto is a high school student at Kazuha's school. And when she gets injured... Early on, she her arm's in a cast, and clearly with one arm in a cast, you cannot play the vicious sport that is Karata. So Kazuo is gonna <laughs> have to step in for her. Nope. Mm-hmm. But lastly, there is the character
1: Momiji Ooka. Ooka Momiji. And I don't know if you caught this since they were everywhere in this movie, including on all her clothes oh, and on her nails, but Momiji means maple leaf. Yep. <laughs> yep caught that because i'm confusing myself so momiji
4: is her personal name
1: yes momiji is her personal name
4: i did like at one point she goes my name is momiji which means uh maple leaf which in my mind that that was a joke that was a thing that they explained only to the american audiences so but if they had had in the anime it would have been like my name is momiji which means momiji <laughs> <laughs> because that's a word, you know. <laughs>
0: Is that the time when she then is like, but you are just a plain leaf?
3: <laughs> I, I think oh, so. Gosh.
4: I,
0: I was so
1: Yeah, they tried to they tried to like I guess they subtitle it as Little Leaf, but so Kazuha is made up of the kanji for addition and leaf. So I guess she's like a pile of leaves or a collection of leaves or the sum of the leaves. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But it's a less fancy leaf name, I guess.
4: What what a savage insult. Let's. <laughs> it, it, I sometimes go to my childhood bully and I go, you know what? You're just a big old pile of
0: leaves.
2: I'm going to jump right in you. We're going to be best friends.
0: <laughs> An interesting thing about the continuity of this movie is none of the movies of Detective Conan really are. They kind of put them to the side of canon. Like nothing happens in the movie that really matters for the show. But the character of Momiji is a character from the manga, and they actually used this movie as a way to introduce her into the anime universe before she even appears on the TV show. Oh, cool. So she's okay. like a real character who exists, who will exist in the TV show, and this is, but this is how they wrote they this movie to introduce her, partially. Thank God, no, because I was just thinking to myself, Detective Conan does not have enough rich characters. I would <laughs> like more rich characters right. in this franchise. Yeah, she's got her butler who doesn't do much in this movie. Except comically drive the car away at the end of the movie. Oh, with the, the,
2: the cans? <laughs> mm-hmm. Cans jingling <laughs> behind so good. it.
0: Momiji appears at the beginning and, and like starts crying when she sees Heiji and immediately starts referring to him as my future husband. Yeah. And then they hug each other and he thinks about how big her boobs
2: are. Yes, I didn't yep. catch that. Yeah, that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: <laughs> she had some tickled bitties. Which, I mean, Michael, you can't say that.
2: <laughs> to be fair, oh, like casually? No, Big Mike says that, that all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair,
4: being a sixteen-year-old boy who uh, is into women, yeah, that's kind of a thing you think when you meet a girl when you hang a girl. That's what you think of like ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine. I, not, I don't do it anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm no longer a
0: sixteen-year-old boy. But yeah, at that time, totally, that would have been going through my head. She's seventeen in this film which is weird because she's also been like seriously training Karuta for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'll bet she never mentions it again though. Oh really? Which part? Karuta. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Oh they drop it completely this is the last time they even mentioned the sport.
3: Probably.
0: So she is definitely going to be like one of the finalists in the competition because she is so good and is like in heads up to be the to queen. And now Kazaha is also going to compete in the competition. Mm-hmm. We'll rewind and talk about the fire and explosion in a second. <laughs> and so that means they're going to be playing each other. And Momiji is like, Kazaha, if I win, I get to marry Heiji and I'm going to tell him, I, you know, I love him. And if you win, you get to tell him that you love him. Yeah, it's a very ja- this very Japanese concept of the con- like the confession, like the moment
1: that you tell somebody that you like them is like a thing. You get to confess, I get to confess.
2: It's like such a like uh, I don't know. They are they dating? Well, they danced together at the last school dance, so yeah, I think so. Like <laughs> I was just gonna make a reference
4: yeah. to
0: well, a match. She's wearing her. She's wearing his Letterman jacket, so like
2: she's going out with him.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kazuha and Heiji have been friends since childhood, and they go literally everywhere Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. because they're like traveling the country going to murder scenes or whatever together. (laughs)
3: Casually,
0: yeah. Casually, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Ron, who would do the same thing with Shinichi, is an expert in karate, whereas Kazuha is an expert in Aikido. Mm -hmm. There's lots of parallels. They're
4: the same people. But but he's just so frustrating.
1: It's actually interesting because this mangaka, I don't know if he's just only ever came up with this pair of characters, because there is a third set of these two characters, uh, Kaito Kid and his very Ron looking girlfriend, uh, who are other characters in this.
0: Sure. Yeah, We'll we'll get to those characters more sooner than you think. In terms of some of the mystery and the plot of the movie, the very first thing we see is Yajima, who was supposed to be in the competition and was also supposed to be at the TV station when this movie starts to do a a practice match or an exhibition demonstration match that would be aired on TV. We see him watching a recording of Momiji playing Karuta, and then someone comes and like bluntly attacks him with the sheathed katana. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised. I didn't remember from watching the first time. Like there's a bunch of blood splatter everywhere. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: He's quite violent, yes. Intense, yeah. He had the shaky eyes, yeah, because <laughs> he was frightened.
1: He was so engrossed in a karuta game that he didn't see an attacker come up from behind, and he was poisoned. It turns out, child, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then almost all of these characters are at the TV studio for this filming of the thing. When someone mails in a bomb threat and they start to evacuate the building. Mm-hmm. And like everybody gets out of the building except for four people Heiji, Kazaha, the soon to be injured um, <clears throat> president of the club, and the, a random security guard. Yeah. This the Satsuki club uses this one set of Karuta cards. That they've used in all their tournaments, and they've used them for so many years that they're so precious and starting to fall apart, and they only use them in the finals. So they have them in this, like, glass display case in the TV studio. Mikiko is like, I cannot let these burn up if the building is going to explode. So she goes back to rescue them. Because it's it's her sad little dream to play with those cards someday. Like, that's her whole life's goal, is to play with those cards. And guess what? Those four people are in the building when bombs start going off. So... We, the classic Detective Conan thing to see like a person in all silhouette triggering the bomb. Although we do see he has the ring and you can also spot the ring on the other guy's thing. Oh yeah, was
1: that weird when that guy made out of shadows was standing in a, in a group of people <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what the hell? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I,
4: both me and my girlfriend were like, so do people not notice that there is a man in, in <laughs> draped in <laughs> shadows who's doing all this <laughs> and he's very sinister? And I didn't realize that that was like... Their way of showing this is the bad guy, but we're not going to tell you who it well, is. Well, you don't
2: normally just see shadow people with like holding like d- uh, bomb devices just hanging out?
4: No, I don't live in a Fleetwood Mac song, Kai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do a they do in the next movie that we're making you watch do a live action version of that, and it's pretty badly baddie- so
0: looking. so excited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait,
4: is the next one live action?
0: Yes. yes. Oh. It's a live action prologue, so
2: it's before <laughs> he cool. gets
0: drunk. Pretty cool.
4: You pretty look cool. so happy. Oh, I'm very excited! To, uh, my favorite part about this movie was the end credits, where they show live action shots of all the things that they had drawn. I don't—that was—I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a testament to the movie, uh, but
0: <laughs> yeah, ouch! I really love that. So Conan gets some of his gadgets and like his backpack out of the car in order to try to save everyone. Mm-hmm. And he has his turbo-powered skateboard, which is solar-powered and goes super fast. He also is using his tracking glasses <laughs> to track a GPS signal oh, of Heiji.
2: His his Google glasses? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, Kai, Kai,
0: we're not sponsored by them. We.
2: Uh, oh, okay, sorry. We <laughs> yeah.
0: You're on our podcast, and we are sponsored by
4: them. Oh, oh okay.
2: But well,
0: we're not sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, let me, Michael, can you make a joke about Google Glass? No. <laughs> Well, we're no longer sponsored. By- <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no one is like watching him while he's unattended and go gonna go into the building. But in order to get to the building that's on fire, he goes into this other building first. And he's like, Pardon me, and jet skateboards through the lobby. Did you did you catch what he did here to get to the other building? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, did this all read?
2: Jim, do you want to express you? What- no, what you, you you tell me you, you, okay. Yeah, I, I understood, but you you can say it.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: So you're talking about when well,
1: he, I understood it, but I want to make sure you understand. So you, you you're talking about
2: it. how he escaped from the rooftop by using a fucking uh, what are those things called? Uh, oh, the satellite dish. Hang, satellite dish. Thank you. I was like, I was starting to say, there's one in that movie, Cable Guy, with Jim Carrey. No, no, that's that's how he gets to the
0: river. That's crazy. Before that, when he gets out of the elevator of the other building, and he's in the hallway. I
2: forget what he does.
0: There was a lot going on. Yeah. It. yeah. Like, oh
2: I'm- wait, is this when
0: he used the steel beam? Yeah. Before the steel beam, oh, he he has his belt, which creates a soccer ball. He uses this again later. Oh, right, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. do that.
2: Oh, he, <laughs> he broke the glass and then like yeah, then crashed through or not cra- didn't have so he didn't have to crash through the glass and then yeah,
1: this was a gadget menagerie. If you oh didn't know God. this kid had gadgets, he busted them all out all oh, at once. This what
4: was is- a huge surprise for me that this yeah. kid had this <laughs>
1: skateboard like elastic retracting
2: uh, suspenders, suspenders,
1: the instant soccer ball out of his belt, his uh, super kick
0: shoes. Does
2: he have a bunch of those? Or does he get the soccer ball back later?
0: He doesn't get them back. It just makes more and more soccer balls coming out of his belt. I assume he, like, loads it up with, like, two, probably. There's not, like, newspaper
2: articles about just gadget soccer balls that just keep ending up all over the (laughs) (laughs) the world?
4: (laughs) Another explosion happened today, and there was a mysterious soccer ball left at the scene.
2: Like what the fuck? detectives
4: are baffled, specifically the six year old who's <laughs> also
0: <laughs> detecting this. Who's quoted as saying, I'm just a six year old boy.
3: I'm
2: very tiny. <laughs> I'm
0: very short. He successfully gets to the roof that's on fire and like Heiji puts his cap over Kazaha's face so that she can't see that Conan is helping them out. Don't look. No one's helping. <laughs> and they use the suspenders to like r- rappel down the side of the building. Mm-hmm. But also with like the building, the beam collapses and they have to like bail out of it. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at this point in the movie, I fell
4: asleep. (laughs) I I know the big explosions going on and I just passed out. (laughs) Uh, I was very tired yesterday. And then I woke up and I was like, all right, we got to rewatch the entire movie because I only got 20 minutes in. But this was around the point where I fell asleep. So it's a little hazy
0: at this moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Jim, this is one of the best parts of the film. I saw what I considered to be some of the best parts. So I think you're right, actually. I just love how, like, Conan has jumped onto the roof, successfully evacuated his friends. And now he's, like, trapped and, like, starting to breathe in the smoke. And it's like, you are in the body of a six-year-old and you trapped yourself on a burning building's roof. Good job. <laughs> and then he does the thing with the satellite dish, right? Yeah,
2: it's it's such a fun... So I'm thinking Marty McFly doing this the whole time. I have that kind of energy of stupidity, but yeah, he 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 uses his suspenders to uh, basically Indiana Jones it on the satellite to whip him around and around and around and around, and then finally flings himself. He's like, "Not yet. Gotta wait. I need enough like momentum." Yeah, it's very actually. You know what it reminds me of is um. Oh god. I hope Y'all it's are... another eighties reference. No, it's the Flash. The Flash has to run around in like a circle one time before like getting enough speed oh, to protect yeah. himself, and it yeah. kinda reminds me of that. But yeah, he's he attempts to just skateboard satellite, fling off this thing to got it land in a river across the street. And he doesn't get enough. He no, doesn't because... get enough momentum. No,
3: no,
4: he didn't have enough time. Oh Jim, you were awake for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I said, I remember bits and pieces of this. I didn't remember, like I didn't remember them covering the uh, whoever's face with a, a hoodie
0: his buddy right what's
4: his name
2: again what's his i can't pronounce his friend's name right it's heiji Heiji. so heiji's the one who actually is like hey he's not gonna make it right and he like makes it so we can
0: yeah he like jumps off of a railing and catches him i could not understand the physics of how he made that work yeah yeah, and extends yeah. the jump, and they but they both fall in the river together, sure. and nobody notices that they're later wet or have changed their clothes. Whatever.
2: I don't know if a, if a flying tiny being is like flinging at me. I don't care. I'm ducking. I'm not gonna jump at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that child died. Couldn't do anything.
2: <laughs> they're action bros. They are action bros. He's going at such a high momentum. It would hurt so much to catch that child.
0: <laughs> so another thing that will fit in is that somebody had mailed a bomb threat to the studio, which is how they evacuated, and it came in the form of a card to card.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they it's specifically the, I forget the terms now, but the card with the full poem
0: on it, and it's paired uh, last phrase yep. card. I'm just scrolling past all my notes where I wrote down what happened in this scene, and the security guard finds like the three of them still in the room with the cards, and he's like, do you guys understand what a dangerous situation this
4: is? Oh, then they apologize. They go, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he goes, all right
0: let's go boom oh god <laughs> we're all dead they go to the hospital and they visit a bunch of people there's a lot of fun little cute things that happen here but momiji drops her wallet which ron gets mm-hmm. and it kind of feeds into this whole plot of the momiji and heiji thing so i think i don't think we've said yet but she was in a competition with a to competition when she was seven and heiji entered that as an amateur and beat her and it made her cry and then afterwards, supposedly he told her that when they met next, he would, she would be his bride. Uh,
3: casually, I, yeah.
0: Okay. So I made a joke when that happened. I was like,
4: Hey, stop crying. Uh, I'll marry you if you stop crying. And then that's how the scene <laughs> played out. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's literally what happened essentially. I mean, he didn't even remember that he said it like, what a ri- ridiculous thing to say randomly to somebody when you, when you beat them in a game.
4: The most annoying thing for me in that scene was who took that picture of the pinky promise? Who did it? Oh, this is gonna be, a good, this is gonna be <laughs> right. a good thing to catch. Who saw those two children took a perfect picture of their pinky promise, knowing that they're gonna and then gave it to Momiji? It was like, here, this is a picture of your future husband. It
1: was like a pretty close-up photo, and we see flashbacks to this moment. I'm Nobody's like, Nobody's there! There's no one, there's no
0: one there taking a photo. Yeah. <laughs> so Ron and Conan find this picture in Momiji's wallet and they, they're gonna return it to her later on. And basically Ron's you say find, but they, they were snooping. <laughs> Ron's like plot that she goes through in this movie is like investigating this photo and trying to figure out what to do. And and like, oh, we can't tell Kazaha because she's too focused on training for this competition. It's not a great plot for Ron in this movie. No, I got confused and thought that Ron, I, I
4: thought that she was the exact same girl as the girl who hates Momiji because she likes he- Heiji. Yes, Ron and Kazaha. Kazaha. I thought that Ron was Kazaha. Uh, So when Kaz similar design when Ron gave back the pointy hair, like yeah, yeah, triangle. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I figured it out. (laughs) But when she gave her back the wallet, I was like, "Don't you hate her? Why? Why is this scene happening?" And then it was like a little bit later when the two, when Ron and Kazahar are uh, looking at each other, it was like, oh, those are two different characters. I got it. Okay. We're <laughs> on the same pl- place here, Adam. She's not
0: just changing her hair. Yeah. So after that, um, they find out that Yajima, who was the guy that was killed right at the beginning of the film, everybody finds out that he's dead. And they go to his house. And their eyes all shrink. To investigate the murder uh- <laughs> scene. He was the son of a sake brewer, which is how he lived by himself in this mansion. And yeah, it's because Ayano Koji is there with his chipmunk, and he just lets them walk all over this crime sure. scene. Yeah, whatever you want. I am slightly disappointed that it
1: turned out to be a chipmunk because I wrote, wrote "squirrel friend" a lot in mm-hmm. my notes, and I just wanted to at least say
0: that once. You didn't look at my explanatory uh, Google Doc that I sent. Of everyone. Not. I which, know she's. I did, are, which explained that it was a chipmunk.
2: I printed it out. It's in two papers that I had
3: <laughs> while I watched this. <laughs>
4: I did the smart thing and memorized it, and then I uh, forgot
0: that two characters were one char- weren't one character. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I also didn't give you any of the, like the new characters in the movie, and there are a bunch of those that look different from each other. I did
2: right? my best to figure out who those people were.
0: So let me tell you like what they find at the murder scene. Wait, the clues of this I murder. Hate to do yes, this.
2: Kai. I've had to pee no, so please. bad for the last like ten minutes, and I'm so sorry. I hate to do this and be that podcast person, but I did have three messages back to back, and it was a bad call. <laughs> give me one second. Don't worry. I'll uh,
1: I'll pick up your slack.
2: No, 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 no! Thank you. Yeah, you can either keep doing the podcast, or you know, if you can, come, you guys want to come with me? Well, <laughs> no, we no. won't come with you.
0: <laughs> so, Jim, you watched this movie with with your girlfriend? I did. This movie is about s- straight love. Yes. Did, did was it like watching a rom com? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Was it romantic to watch with the no girlfriend? No, God, no! It's a, it's
4: a, I have a tough time. Uh, I do have a tough time looking at teenagers falling in love and being like, oh, that'll last forever. Like, (laughs) it doesn't matter what sexuality the the children are. I'm not going to be into them. (laughs) I'm not going to be into them falling in love. And my girlfriend is nodding right now uh, so that she feels the exact same way.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
4: My nose is itchy.
1: Yeah. The ragweed sucks today. That's why I'm not wearing contacts. We're indoors. Doesn't matter. Everybody in my life is allergic to everything. Is this why
4: I've been, like, numb the past few days? That doesn't sound like a ragweed allergy, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, never mind. I'll I'll talk to my doctor about that. Now, Mm. that explains why you watched the movie and didn't feel it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, let me tell you what they find at this crime scene. So, the guy was killed at 6 a.m., but they didn't find him until eight hours later at 2 p.m. The place has been trashed, so it looks like someone came in and robbed the place and then did the murder. Ran away with the money. The victim was actually playing carta when he died while watching this tape. When they turn up the TV, they see that he's watching uh, Momiji's match from a year before and had like paused it at the moment, right at the end when she picked up all of her cards. Conan takes a bunch of pictures around the scene with his phone, which I think is just crazy that they just let him do that. And he looks like he was holding a card in his hand, but that someone has removed it. And so Conan is going to take a picture of all the the different cards, send them to I and she's going to use the blood spatter to reconfigure it and try to figure out which card he was holding. And she does. She succeeds because she's great at what he calls that nitpicky assembly work. That's kind of what they find at the scene. So this other guy, Sekine, appears and he was going to actually fill in for Yamija. Nope, that's not his name. What's the guy's name? Sekine, isn't it? Yeah, Sekine. Who's the guy that was killed? Yajima. Yeah, we also saw Sekine at the beginning of the movie. At the scene of the crime, yeah. Oh, when he wipes off the... So Mm. we saw Sekine cleaning up after the crime. Why? Why did we see him? No, why did he do that? So here's what happens. So at this point, he says he, he pretends he hasn't seen anything and that he's learning about the murder for the first time. But he accidentally gives away that he has seen something about the body because he's like... If you canceled the competition, the beating of my friend will have been in vain. But they had told him that the guy was killed with a katana. And they're like, why would you assume that someone was beaten to death with a katana? That's not how you usually kill someone with a katana.
4: This is the scene where that one detective man is, I think, asleep. And then Conan is talking <laughs> through him. And, <laughs> and the, this guy is such an idiot that he does not notice that this man is very clearly napping <laughs> on a <the> couch. <laughs> That's happened like a thousand times.
3: That happens all the time. All the time. Because
4: at first I didn't know what was going on. No, they did not explain it in any way. I I was like, oh, is this just a Japanese thing where like it's considered (laughs) to be tough where you're like looking down and not at your not at your person and not at the person and being like, yes, I figured out all of your
0: crimes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. It's known as the sleeping kogoro, and it's completely normal. The other thing you probably didn't pick up on is that Conan was speaking into his bow tie, which is a voice changer. I did catch that actually. I you did catch it. Great. At
4: first, I thought it was he was an expert at doing voices, <laughs> uh, and then I
0: realized it was he was talking into a uh, a voice changer.
4: I had to go yeah. back
2: to figure out what the fuck was
3: going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they they just start this scene and kogoro is already asleep and talking and heiji is also in the room and they do not explain what is going on so they just assume that all oh, right know. so you missed the part where he
1: has a watch gadget that
0: shoots darts that knock
1: him out by hitting him in the back that happened yeah that's how they make him fall asleep no they skipped that in this movie They skipped it because you know that happens already so you, need, you don't need to be told he has his stun gun wristwatch, which he can
4: use to knock someone out this movie's tale as old as time well we've heard it a thousand <laughs> times <laughs> it happens to everybody no one's going to clock me being asleep. I'm going to open my eyes now. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: it's very hard to pay attention with my eyes closed. We haven't talked yet about Momiji's fingernails. Yes, we did. I said it before. Did, <laughs> did you? <laughs> that she had the uh,
4: maple leaves on her mm. nails. Yeah. My girlfriend hated those. <laughs> <laughs> like, if she was like, they're too, like, detailed. Mm. Right? about the, Oh, so she's back
0: now. <laughs>
4: about the, uh, the fingernails of the... Uh... Yeah, she's, she hated them. Good reporting.
3: <laughs> 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 Excellent.
2: What a payoff. Kai, <laughs> you were about to say something. I was just going to complain about something before we moved onward, which was just that he's supposed to be like this. Like, I mean, I know he's a six-year-old. who's a high school. He's supposed to be good at being a detective. He's had a lot of episodes to show that to us. He's supposed to be very good, you know, but he also has a cell phone that is on vibrate, which pisses me off. Because if you're supposed to be like this, like, sneaky person sometimes, like... Why do you have a vibrating, like, that's, I don't know, it just, it made me mad multiple times where it seemed like he was supposed to be, like, all sneaky peeky, but wasn't because (laughs) that. I have a lot of feelings about it. Also, I just don't like people who have their phone on vibrate so loud that it makes that sound. Oh, yeah. So I think we've covered most of the things in the movie, except for the rest
0: of the murder mystery and the big finale. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one thing I want to touch on is just like Kazuha's training because we kind of alluded to it. And mm-hmm. she's like training overnight with Heiji's mom. And it really is playing into like competition, sports movie tropes mm-hmm. of like the rookie who has to like get real good real fast. Like she literally like physically collapses and falls asleep at one point because yeah. she stayed up all night.
4: That one, That part was noticeably... Animated really well, her falling asleep. I, I, there was something about that
0: that I was like, wow, that was beautiful. There's a bunch <laughs> of moments too with like the carta playing, where the motions of them striking the cards and everything is really, really fluid and some interesting camera work and stuff. Yeah, they wanted to get the carta right for this carta based movie. <laughs> Thank God,
4: it was it came across very easy to understand. Yeah, because it, they did that.
2: Def, I mean, I left wanting to fling cards. So they did a good job. <laughs>
0: So I guess they accuse Sekine of the murder, but nothing really comes of it when they have him in that room. And everybody is preparing now to go to the competition hall where the Oh, this is the day before the competition, so they're gonna go check it out. And everyone gets into cars. We see someone like a shadow person in the garage briefly. And so they're all in their cars. There's like a big police escort. They think everyone is safe, but the car with Sekine, who they had just grilled and accused of the murder, explodes and he's dead. And this is when they realize all the victims had gotten texts of different car to cards. So there was one sent to the studio, there was one sent to the guy who died in his house, there was one sent to Sekine, who was in his car. And also, there was a photo they had found in Momiji's wallet of this other guy, and I identifies him as Nagoro Shikau, I w- who turns out to be a five-year-disappeared Karuta person. Yes. I would
4: like to make one little correction. Uh, you said that they were uh, texted pictures of... a. Uh- Emails. They were very specifically emailed because they were like, go into her email. Now check the attachments of that email.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay, hold on, slow down, slow down, hold on. Wait, I'm in the email. What did you say? (laughs) No, check for an email
4: that says like you're about to be bombed or something like that. Yeah, I got okay, I got one, I got one, I got one. Look at the look at the attachments. Uh download
0: it. Um yeah, regular size is fine. (laughs) So there's a bunch of backstory that like you go. You revisit it a couple times, and you learn more and more and more. But I'm mostly going to skip to like what we finally learn at the stage before we learn the full truth when the when the thing is revealed. So this guy Nagoro, who was Momiji's teacher, had a rival club to Satsuki called the Nagoro Kai. I think right because it was named after him. Probably doesn't matter what it was called. Yes, it was the Nagoro. Kai. This was the part where I was like. Who are we talking about? Where, where are all these
4: names come from? So I can't tell you anything that goes Wait, on right now. is
1: that why the Cobra Kai was called the Cobra Kai? It was.
0: Okay, great. We're all caught up <laughs> so, to my random brain thought. <laughs> right. So Nagoro is the guy in the photo in Momiji's wallet. He was a... a, a famous, super good karata player. He was super aggressive. He had 20 people training under him, including Momiji. And he had six favorite cards. It's kind I guess one strategy in Karata is like you have your six favorite cards that you know super well and you're super fast and you don't let the other person take them. And his six favorite cards are also Momiji's six favorite cards and they all have the word Maple Leaf on them. Mm-hmm. And these are the ones being sent to people in their emails. So they start to think maybe the person that's doing these is Nagoro, these murders is Nagoro, who's been missing for five years. So what happened five years ago was that his club and the other club were rivals, and he challenged Satsuki, the president of the real estate president's wife, to a challenge. And he's like, whoever wins, the other person's club has to shut down, which is super aggressive. Classic business deal (laughs) that happens all the time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but they never had that match because he went to her house the day before, and she beat him in a game. And then he disappeared and was never seen again. There and there's a picture in the newspaper of the guy's car, of the president's car from that time when the like after the guy had gone missing. And it's a little iffy because there's something weird about the car because his wife was going to have a big match the next day, and we know that. I didn't mention this, but we're told specifically that the guy would always clean his car whenever his wife was going to have a big car to match. Oh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily look like it's cleaned, no. but I think that's the, that's what we know of what happened at this time. Mm-hmm. I remember at the beginning of the movie making note
4: of, oh, yeah, he likes his car clean. Okay, that's going to be important because that's a weird line that mm-hmm. no one would ever say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. And then yeah. it turns out uh, when you fall asleep and then three hours later, watch the rest of the movie, you completely forget about that. Be- and then when that happened, I was like, oh, right. Duh. I-, I then started having this thought about how, like, when you just throw a bunch of information at me, I'm going to forget the actual detail that <laughs> that you're supposed to catch. And I guess that's what real detectives have to do, where they get a ton of information and then they have to go, oh, this is the important piece of information. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I would make a very bad detective.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to the day of the competition. What can you tell me about the Satsuki Do, which is the name of the hall where the final match is going to take place? Oh boy, it's it's very fancy. It's <laughs> the the perfect arena,
1: as as Heiji points out for Karuta. It's got soundproof walls. It's got
0: perfect temperature control oh
4: it it had an hvac system
0: (laughs) yeah it's all self-contained and it broadcasts the match back to like where everyone else is watching but what about the geography of it it's in the middle of fucking nowhere it's in a waterfall (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like built on like a hundred foot stilts up the side of a cliff Mm -hmm. and you have to take a boat to the bottom and then take an elevator up into it which smells
2: fireproof which is good
0: Jim, just so you know, it wasn't
1: super weird to mention it had an HVAC system because it's such a traditional building that oh. wouldn't normally have an HVAC system. I didn't so think it's about not that weird either. to mention that as a detail. I,
4: I, but it was a very that was a very specific detail that I really liked. <laughs> that it had an HVAC system. But it was also very it's also precariously atop a bunch of stilts in the middle of a waterfall. Uh like in a lake. And we all know what's gonna happen. We all see <laughs> a building on stilts and go, well, it's gonna fall over. It's just it's weird that that building's so high up and on stilts. I guess it's going to fall. Also, uh, we did the rest of the tournament in this big room. Why don't we
0: go to a very tiny room very far away
3: <laughs> <laughs> to do the rest of
0: it? Yeah, we see Kazuha progressing through the tournament. There's a, like a montage of the tournament, just tons and tons of people playing Karata in the same room. One of the things about Karata is like they can have a room with fifty or a hundred different pairs of people playing simultaneously with one person reading Mm -hmm. and because they're all self adjudicating, like you can do a tournament that way and it works pretty well, I guess. If
1: I was a pretty young high school girl in this tournament and I was like the, in the semifinals and a weird old rich guy who's, this is his only hobby was like, get on my boat, come <laughs> into my weird, very far yeah, away special chamber. Note. I mean, like you're doing, you're going to do weird sex stuff. I'm out of here. Like, that's what I would yeah, think. Don't worry.
4: <laughs> the lake is surrounded by maple leaves and I know that's what your <laughs> name means. So <laughs> <as
3: well>.
0: yeah, <laughs> of course, Kazaha and Momiji make it to the final match. Mm-hmm. And they're on the boat on the lake, and the president is rowing the boat, and the two of them are sitting in it like he's a gondolier <laughs> on the river in that. Venice.
1: He just starts singing "Oh so mio. I don't know what that song is. That's what it sounds like.
0: CGI maple leaves flood the screen. It was a filter. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like a. I, I felt like I was watching a <laughs> TikTok filter. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, they realize something is going on because like someone bombed a shed nearby and it turns out that the president's assistant who was the shady guy like was planting a bomb there and he set it up so that it would be on a timer but it blew up right away and it's clear that like he was being set up to to take the fall and to blow himself up
1: well, so th- it basically, if they hadn't found the ring, they could have believed it was the guy who disappeared right. five years ago. And that's
0: what like he was probably attempting to make it look like. He was trying to make mm. it look like Nagoro, who appeared five years ago, was behind all these things, and this was his body in this shed, and he blew himself up by accident. Mm-hmm. Oh. But they found the guy's ring and knew who it was. Luckily, there was a man who wore a thumb ring, and it was a man
3: with <laughs> uh,
4: basketball-sized hands. I wrote uh, four notes down, and one of them was... The Japanese word for president kind of sounds like kaiju. And then I just wrote the president as a kaiju. And that's all I heard <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh,
1: what What is it? Kaisho? I, I, if I wasn't on
4: a podcast, I'd remember it right off the top of my it head. Was, it was, it's a word that's very, it's close enough to kaiju that I thought that's what they were saying. And I was like, oh, he's a big monster that represents something. Which is, God. Uh, for, for example, Godzilla. Kaicho. It's Kaicho. Yeah.
2: You just say Kaichilla. You're just coming up with a new nickname for me there. <laughs> Kaicho. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> oh, I could call you Kaicho from no, now on. No, don't do that anymore. Kai, is that what no, you would no, like? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I could call you a Kaiju. You could be a gigantic person who represents something. <laughs> Great. It's, that, on, that only works if Kai is not Jewish. Otherwise, it's
0: insulting.
2: <laughs> 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 Were you going to say something, Noah?
3: <laughs> Kai,
0: I think you should start an Etsy shop called kai jewels Ooh, nice Ooh. and and it's like godzilla
2: out of rhinestones or something oh my god, god. I'm, wow. doing an, I'm doing it is... i'm doing an only fans with the same name <laughs> cut that, uh, is, that is, it, is it godzilla costume uh no 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 don't worry about it it's just it's just kai's it's... jewels <laughs> <laughs> my gems yeah
0: okay so now, three things start to happen simultaneously. The first is just like now <laughs> there's a bomb or uh, something that goes off and lights the the base of the Satsuki Do on fire. Mm-hmm. Which they don't notice because they're so engrossed in their game. The second thing is they're playing the final match in that room and they don't notice they don't even know it's on fire because there's an HVAC so they don't know that there's fire uh, outside so and it's, it's, soundproof,
1: it's soundproof so they proof, can't hear they it know. oh, oh yeah. yeah it's almost like this place was built for this yeah.
4: moment oh but it's also he goes
2: like this. sorry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: i did like the president was they were like oh, no, what was that explosion? They, and he goes, ah, it must have been like an earthquake or something. It's like, that's just a good enough reason to leave, too. <laughs> like, they're
1: in Japan. Earthquakes happen all the time. they not on to
4: precariously. <laughs> you
1: don't want to be
2: <laughs> in a building that's stilts during an earthquake. You've heard yeah. about yeah. recent explosions nearby.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So the, the third thing that happens is Heiji and Conan jump on Heiji's motorcycle to try to go up. They're like racing up to the top to try to rescue them. And untangle some of the the intricacies of the plot over the sound of a roaring engine. They do half of the explaining of of the secrets behind the movie while they're on the motorcycle. And then when they finally get there, they confront the president about the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time we watched this movie, I definitely at this point felt like I had missed something. And then they started to explain stuff more. And I'm like, oh, they just, they just started to act. But now they're catching us up. And eventually they tell you everything. Mm-hmm. He was also on a dirt bike and my girlfriend was like, oh, is he from
4: Philadelphia? Because <laughs> he's riding around, a, <laughs> he's
0: riding around a dirt bike in the middle of a city. Shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense now because they're racing through a forest to get up to the top of this cliff. Yes,
2: that's what it does. Oh, yeah, boy. totally. Yeah, casual. And then
0: you get it jammed under
4: a bunch of rubble and then you confront a president about his previous crimes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We did get we did get one hint that the president was maybe the the big bad in the movie. There's a couple hints. Yeah. Uh, so there was a moment where he receives a text, the, the threatening text message, or it seems like he's receiving the threatening text message. But it's like but if you're really looking at it,
0: he might be sending one mm. like there's that kind of moment. <laughs> also, at earlier on in the movie, um, after the first explosion, he's like really shocked to find out that the cards weren't destroyed as if he oh, wanted yeah. the cards to be destroyed. Yeah, he has a he has a,
4: an attitude of like, oh no, not my cards. Oh no, look, <laughs> I, I received an email that also has the cards on it. No, 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 don't, don't look at my phone. I'll trust me.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh god, an explosion occurred
0: close enough to me that it's probably dangerous, but not close enough to me to injure me.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, on the motorcycle, Conan and Heiji reveal that the president is is the culprit. They think he killed. Nagoro five years ago, and that his fingerprints are on the Satsuki cards, which are only ever used once a year. And what Yajima realized, the guy who was killed at the beginning of the movie when he was watching the tape, is that like if you stack the cards in a certain order, you can see the bloody fingerprint. And because Momiji takes the same cards that nagaro used to take she will take the same cards and put them in the same order which will reassemble the fingerprints. so cool and that's why someone's trying to destroy the cards and kill everybody does this take place in the year 2017 which is that's the year it came out more or less okay so the murder happened five years ago and they're still using cassette tapes i guess because it's a classical old-fashioned way to train for karuta i mean when i was in like high school you would record your lines for a play on a cassette tape but that was like (laughs) 2000 well in these modern times since i was just
1: looking at it uh if you get the fancy 50 dollar card to deck on amazon japan it comes with a cd of reviews It's right? <laughs> nice. much more modern oh should we play that in our apartment sometimes yes, please well we can pay 20 dollars for a cheap deck or 50 dollars for a, a fancy deck and i don't want to necessarily think we'll be able to play with either of those because it's really we absolutely cannot fancy old japanese which we don't
0: speak or and you don't read any of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another important thing. What else is special about the Satsuki Kido Is that the building?
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Building.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It smells like lubricant. There's something special
2: inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? There's there's a giant uh, soccer ball outside. At one point. Um, <laughs> no, 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 that's... <laughs> yeah, not... God, that's not
4: part of the building. <laughs> they
0: they realize that he built the corpse of dead Nagoro into the build into the structure of the building. Oh, what?
2: I about that, that happened? Yeah. what what?
0: Yeah, that's they where they hit it. it. Yeah. And so when the building burns up, all that will be gone. Couldn't just burn it beforehand. So they make it into the hall and they. The three of them come out and they confront the president. He has an explosive device to trigger the bomb and and blow up the building, but he ends up not using it because they talk him out of it. And what they realize is that it was actually his wife who was the murderer. She had lost her match the day before the actual match five years ago and was so embarrassed at the thought of losing to the guy in public that she killed him.
1: Boy oh boy. I don't I don't want to comment on like this is such a traditional Japanese game. I don't know how much it's like people's culture or how important it is to them, but boy oh boy, I get this feeling of like you killed someone over this stupid effing. Yeah, game. which is a <laughs> little yeah. like go fishy kinda nonsense.
2: <laughs> Mike, no, her honor. Like <laughs> <laughs> know very well that we live in, in a world where people kill each other over the game of like monopoly like
4: <laughs> someone recently uh got shot at pat's king of steaks because they were like hey you cut in front of me online and he was like no i didn't then they're like bang bang bang
2: like it, people do get shot over worse is that you describe most crimes yeah you know bang bang bang, you know <laughs> <laughs> Bing, bang, boom you're dead <laughs>
0: so after the murder They knew there wasn't going to be a match the next day. And that's why the president didn't clean his car. Important detail. Mm -hmm. And then his wife had killed someone and it affected her deeply. And that's why she was sad and eventually died. She died I guess of, Yeah. Yeah. She died of sad woman's disease as you put it earlier.
2: <laughs> Guys, it's not funny. This is my future. You're making fun. of.
3: <laughs> as
0: is like par for the course for a lot of the mysteries in this show. It turns out that there was like actually another layer to what was going on. And like that made it all much stupider, <laughs> which was that Nagoro was actually in love with Satsuki who he challenged to this match. And he just would desperately wanted to play karata with her and he was like going blind and only had a year left to play. And he knew that she wouldn't normally choose to play a match with him. So that he had to challenge her to this like my club closes or your club closes mm. competition in order to force her to have a match. And he wanted he was going to lose to her on purpose publicly on the next day so that like she could absorb all the people from his club because he wasn't gonna be able to teach them anymore. But he wanted her to see his skills in private so that she could so that he could oppress her because he was so in love with her, and then she killed him.
2: Mm-hmm. I wanted the same thing to play out when Apollo Creed. Sorry, I had to do this. And, uh, and do Rocky Balboa fought each other like, like just for funsies afterwards because it had that kind of energy for me. I can't. That's just content. Yeah, that it I was have like Rocky Three
4: where yeah. they
2: <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. talk because
4: they're in love with each other. Yeah,
2: yeah. But then like yeah. he murdered Sylvester Stallone. I wanted instead like, oh yeah, and then Sylvester Stallone just disappeared. We never knew what happened to him.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: She was especially embarrassed because they were using a recording that she like had in her house. So like she could have, she basically should have known what all the cards were going to be ahead of time. And he was just going like, po- like point blank yeah. as if playing from scratch and he trounced her. So Destroyed.
0: she got mad. Oh, wild. And now is the moment you've all been waiting for. What, what happens at the end of this? movie? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like they're in this small building on stilts on the edge of a cliff and th- it's no longer. Oh, we missed the part where it's no longer on fire. Why isn't it on fire anymore? Oh, the kind. giant soccer ball.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. So he has got all these cool gadgets, and he's like, "Oh, what if I made a clown ball come out of myself?" And a clown ball. <laughs> it's a soccer ball. Whatever. He's a clown. He just—he's like a magician. He's nuts. It's wild. Uh, but he's like, "I want to make a joke.
1: magician of the end of the yeah. century." Anyway. So go he ahead.
2: just like makes the giant soccer ball uh, like like blow up enough so it then causes the water to redirect into the fire. Um, and it was just like chef's kiss. Great, great job. I totally was expecting that. Um,
1: (laughs) yeah, boy, the part with the elevator was the most, like that makes no sense to me. So it's like they were riding the elevator down and Conan was on top of it. Mm -hmm. And then the, the cable snaps and they're like going down. His, and I guess he's like, it'll be safe anyway. But then the cable is like going to whip at them. So he action kicks the cable away. I'm like, I don't know that any of this makes any sense.
4: I could not figure out where anyone was at that point because <laughs> I thought, I didn't know it was the president and
0: Momiji was in. Momiji who were in the elevator. I thought
4: all mm-hmm. of them were in the elevator except for Conan. And then turns out like that whole action scene goes down and then it cuts to the to the top of the building and Heiji and kazuha. kazuha they're at the top of the building. And I was like, wait, weren't they just in the elevator that
0: uh fell down? Nope. Also they tried to get in, but they they couldn't because the structure was collapsing even though it was no longer on fire. Totally missed that. Yep. Uh and then they're hanging precariously
4: over the thing. And then he's like what if we what if we uh, uh what if we jump to the uh what if we jump to that waterfall over there and she's like we'll never make it and he's like hold on tight <laughs> Or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He threatens to kill her if she lets go. And she's like, oh, maybe this might be a not good relationship. Maybe he should end up with Mumiji <laughs> um, It's possible he was like,
1: or I'll kill you in the act of jumping off of this thing on my bike if you don't hold on because you'll go flying off. Yeah,
2: I see. I like to di- oh. wreck <laughs> like people who are threatening. Like like in the beginning of this podcast, like we were told by Noah that we had to enjoy it. Does anyone remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm what still afraid say? of you.
1: Oh, Noah says that to me every morning when we yeah, wake you just up. No. Wait,
2: he said, you're to enjoy recording yeah. the podcast. Yeah, no, you said, you're go- you <laughs> are going to enjoy this. I want me and Jim, I, I don't know if you caught that, Jim. Was that? that? You were the- oh, yeah. no, yeah.
0: that wasn't to you. That was to the listeners. No, no, but it was
2: like a threat. Like, I felt like you said it was such a yeah. statement. You will. You're going to enjoy <laughs> this, Jim and Kai. <laughs> Have fun. If you have not been enjoying
0: this uh, podcast and would like a return on your investment, uh, <laughs> please email us dyingmessagepodcast at gmail Subject line: Refunds slash exchanges. That's fair. The free and our customer service department for their will free podcast. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'll give you your no money back. <laughs> okay, so so he does this dramatic motorcycle jump, but he's not he's he isn't going to be able to make it. No, except he has the president's bomb explody trigger. He has the bomb button, presses the button while they're in the air, and the blast comes behind them and pushes them forward.
4: That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. It's extreme and nonsense, but sure.
4: Yeah, that was sick as hell. That was the anime part of this that I was like,
2: yeah, do
4: the the anime thing.
2: The intro song, (laughs) like the music and the intensity I was like feeling because I rewatched it again this morning again. And then like I love the explosion. That is only applicable to like two scenes. And this is one of them that energy of that music <laughs> and like,
0: well, it's when they play the music.
2: Yeah. And that's it. They, that's always- they
0: might, because they play the music over the scene, uh, Kimigai Reba, which
2: is a right the big theme. Yeah, song. No other area really deserves that much level of energy.
0: <laughs> the rest of
4: that movie was <laughs> them explaining things that happened five years ago about people <laughs> who we are not currently
0: seeing ever. Yep. Uh, he also does the thing where they're like in the air, in mid jump and he's like there's something i need to tell you if we're gonna die and then when they make it to the other side she's like what did you want to tell me oh, yeah. and he's like uh i don't know <laughs> and then they start chasing
4: each other around and then there's a, a spotlight on them and <laughs> i kept going hey boss uh it looks like these two teenagers are gonna fuck and it was like all right don't
3: uh <laughs> don't take the spotlight <laughs> off
4: of them
0: <laughs> Jim, did you watch this on amazon prime or did you watch this on someone's fan site? Yeah, it, uh, it was an only fans i picked it up on yeah mm, mm-hmm, mm. the sexy version <laughs> kai's jewels so then we get to the end credits which which are pretty fun the song's okay it was live action
4: mm-hmm. yeah i liked it
0: yeah they've in
1: the the more recent movies like focused on like a specific landmark or a specific city or a specific area and like really drew it up and then showed footage of it at the end so this is one such case
0: the song is called "Togetsuko." Well, in English, it's called "To Get to Bridge." Thinking about you. It's by Mai Karaki. She sings lots of Dick Conan songs. She's done the themes to, to four of the movies, among other things.
2: It was good music to relax to after watching a movie for three hours. <laughs> 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 a two-hour movie for
3: three hours. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And oh, that's so that's so random. Um, I'll I'll do that in a second. But um, Ooh, what's this? Right yeah the, the credit things were fun oh, we're gonna talk about disney mm-hmm. channels that's so random oh he's looking at the wiki that's Yeah, i was happening. looking at the wiki uh p- post credits anything from the post credit scene that we want to talk about was there one mm-hmm.
2: yes yes well yeah. they found another reason to put those fucking random kids in again they're like yeah you guys can hang out at the mall so that's good jim you missed it yeah you, you got to it was
0: just yeah. that's okay I was fine. It was just, it was just like the club is okay because they did so well in the competition, right. even though they didn't win. Oh, and Mo, this is the, the Momiji comes, and they they sort out what Heiji actually said. He actually just said like, "I promise you that we'll meet again" or something. And she, he mis- said, "I'll take the cards even
1: harder next time." And apparently, whatever phrasing he used, yeah. can be like uses the same syllables as
0: "I'll marry you next time." I see you. She misunderstood the words of what he said. Okay. That's weird. And then when she realizes what happened, she, like, calls up her butler, and she's like, we need to go. And he, his car does a, uh, like, whoop, where it, like stops so fast the back of the car goes into the air oh, temporarily. Oh, so
2: uh, that's what
0: Kai was referring to earlier. Yeah. She jumps in it and drives off and it's trailing all the like we just married cans. Yeah, look, were
2: they gonna go like elope like right then and there? Like she had that ready to go. And she was
0: her mindset.
2: Yeah. She yeah, thought so. So, yeah. about her mindset. I think she's had it that way since she was six. Like she's just like whatever. Since she was a little kid, she's just had those on her limo just in case.
0: She's very intense. She's the kind of rich like she has a personal driver and car and could, could have the cans on her car. So there was a credit you probably i i think i noticed this credit either at the beginning or end of the movie but there were two special guest voice actors who were like when they were promoting the film they're like oh we've got these two voice actors for this film any mm-hmm. guess which two characters were voiced by these two actors oh, god so no. not recurring she characters her- high school girl which one
1: uh what's her name the one with the broken arm. Uh, yeah Miki. how did you guess that yeah she's one of them okay because she came off as a normal person voice to me and not an actor.
0: I see. Well it's act it's an actress, Riho Yoshioka.
2: Oh ouch, don't
1: let Maybe she just didn't sound like cartoony. Yeah.
3: Maybe that was the, the other it. one yeah. is
0: Sekine, who was the guy they fake
2: girl. Lost a fan. <laughs> Lost a fan. Yeah. <laughs> were
0: they were they players of the this game? No, it doesn't seem like it it just seems like they're like bigger celebrities hmm. in Japan. And so they're like, "Ooh, we've got these two guest voice actors. And it's like those characters are barely a part of this movie. But whatever.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's how you do it. You know, you got to you got to draw people in.
0: All right. How confused are people now? I'm still the same
4: level of confused because we went over the things that I understood. But there were like things that I still don't understand. Like, how did they figure it out from that kid holding, I think, was a giant rice ball or something like that?
2: Like, <laughs> I, I, didn't I, mean, I, I, I didn't know what that was about either.
4: They were like,
1: oh, I did miss the second time around. I did shirt
0: stain thing. I did. Yeah. Before Conan figures everything out, the kids send him a picture of Genta eating like a rice thing and holding it in his fingers. And it was just like it was just the thought of someone holding something and get their fingerprints on it that he's like, oh, if someone held the cards, they could get their fingerprints on it. It's very random. Mm. Got it. So he was thinking they so laterally the, the detective
4: child who is the greatest detective ever didn't think that if someone put their hands on something that it would have their fingerprints on it. Got it. Until he saw a picture of someone holding something with their hands. <laughs> you bet. Got it. So greatest detective in the world. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He's tiny. He's very smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a giant
4: head. He's got the voice of a 17-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh he has gadgets detective conan
0: yeah there are a lot of moments like that that are kind of especially and and like we talked about like when they, they do sleep in kogoro and he's just suddenly asleep and they don't show you how that happens stuff like that can be pretty baffling for sure
2: okay i just have one thing that i just like that that i was i don't know if anyone's got mad about how do you uh stop an explosion from killing you with a door
0: no, no, yeah <laughs> i guess it was just
1: the burning air was coming towards them of the explosion not the fire or the actual concussive force it does sure sure
2: uh, it was in the in the, in the, the building, building explosion, yeah. They were just at like, oh, the no, movie. the explosion's coming at us. And then it's just like, oh, no, 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 just close the door. <laughs> it's fine. Just keep that away from <laughs> me. Just, no, 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 they no. They were,
1: like, just far enough away that, yeah, that they were able to block Don't the... Don't worry about that.
2: The... <laughs> okay, I guess it's fine. But animation-wise, yeah, it just, like, looked really like, oh, that's going to murder you. And then you're just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he did do a <laughs> thing happen. that
4: I thought was a big fire no-no, which is he went into a room and he... Uh, touch the door handle which should have been burning hot and opens the door and it's full of fire and he's like all right let's go in that room now because we can't <laughs> breathe in the other room but i was like yeah. you touch the doorknob first and you go oh that's hot and then you don't go in the room
2: that's how that's how the fireman told me to do it then you stop drop and roll also i know this is going to take up time on your own podcast but i'm doing it real quick Do any of you oh i know God. don't be mad. Do- i just want to know do any of you have childhood packs with anybody <laughs> no that makes things very easy <laughs> childhood yeah packs? they just sent me a pack the pinky promise to like get married i wasn't any, sure if anybody had anything that stupid in their life that was just as like dumb
4: i probably did but i'm no longer a six-year-old boy so i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel like i did but i don't well it's remember. good
2: that you didn't because i would have taken up time in your podcast what were we gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> you want to finish out the podcast now <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, just like uh things people liked things people didn't like mm. was the was it a good mystery It had the
4: intrigue of a good mystery, but it did the thing of like the solution is a mystery is something you kind of really wouldn't have figured out on your own. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, if you don't know the story that happened, then, yeah, you're not going to you're not going to figure out the mystery. Mm -hmm. And they like reveal. Like the things that they knew at the same time of them figuring out the new things. So it was really difficult to follow that, which is just a nitpick I have for all mystery
2: things they a lot of them do that but um overall yeah it was pretty good for me in between like have, like trying to take notes i found myself confused why i was supposed to give a shit about this love triangle so much um because i just didn't care and, and <laughs> right. also, that was the
4: thing i latched on
2: i was just genuinely confused i was like how come isn't this about this little kid why don't they he's not yeah, in the movie that Conan much. took backseat
4: yeah. yeah Conan took the backseat
2: in this movie yeah. to Heiji like for I was just sure like, I want to see the little the, or whatever <laughs> Sorry. lean into it no it's fine I I'm just, yeah I'm I have to the watch little... the fucking show now fuck <laughs> come back
0: next week which is all about like Ron and Shinichi yeah. as human beings and
2: not cartoon people well he didn't scare me away to be like nah I don't want to record that episode so <laughs> I liked it enough <laughs> <laughs> whoo
0: I think that'll be a little less chaotic and fast-paced.
2: I found things to to like about it, uh, for sure. Like, the little, like, steam through the ears and stuff like that. Like, I just kept laughing. (laughs) Uh, I want to be angry and have steam come out of my ears. Uh, So I definitely found, like, moments to be like, this is fucking nuts. So I definitely enjoyed it. It felt felt lighthearted and silly.
0: Sweet. Are you going to go back and watch the previous 20 movies? On, It's like a year of your podcast. I am
2: curious to see what it would be like if I watch this movie dubbed. Like to the point where I might. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, like there are other. This is not the first movie I would recommend that somebody watch in this series. Like there are some great movies and there are some movies that are just fine. This one is I, I thought Karate was really interesting. So I was excited to talk about that. It's one that one of the most recently released in English of all the movies, mm-hmm. which makes it exciting. And um yeah, it's kind of like run of the mill in some ways. Like it's there was another one we watched recently which really got into like police spies and stuff. And it's like eh, that's a little further out there in some ways, but that'd be Zero the Enforcer now? Yeah, Zero the Enforcer. Yeah. Although the action moment in that one if you thought this had over-the-top action moments, the action moment at the end of that one is a thousand times bigger. <laughs> a thousand <Okay>. times. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you're all here. If the people listening at home have thoughts, they should send them to dyingmessagepodcast at gmail.com. Everyone should come back next week when we're watching Detective Conan Letter of Challenge along with Jim and Kai again. Uh, but Jim, Kai, if people can't wait a week to hear your voices where can they plug their ears
2: this is me this is my job hi uh my name's kai i'm the other host i'm one half of rotten treasure um the host doesn't want to do any work apparently um
3: and-
2: <laughs> 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 oh that's hard rip i didn't mean to do that i love you <laughs> fine just like you do it they're you just do saying
4: th- this because i failed to get a a guest recently that we really wanted.
2: <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. I'm not mad. I'm fine. I'm not. You failed like you asked them and they said no? Uh, the, they they weren't able to make it. But like. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't feel the, the full conclusion, actually. I feel like I haven't actually found out. I still had the, the lightest hope. But uh, no, that's not why I hate you. Um, just kidding. I love my host. <laughs> my other my host. I'm the other host. Uh, we are uh, a movie review franchise uh, that you've already heard about. If you listen to the other episode where we're on Dying Message. Uh, we, we we say we're a movie review podcast, but we're really just like two improvisers who have other improvisers on to talk loosely about movies and mostly just be idiots. Does that sound about right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah it's mostly we, we use movies as a jumping off point to talk about literally anything else but the movie. Yeah.
2: And both of you have been guests. That sounds pretty accurate, right? Yeah, we're just, yeah. just we're just on there. There's- just come, come out and hang Just out and be idiots with us. Yeah, you will, uh, if you want to listen to Mike and Noah Have Feelings About uh, Daredevil or Elektra uh, or also Home Alone 5. Uh, <laughs> 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 those, those, spe- those are your choices. Specific movies, yeah, check us out on any of your available podcast apps.
4: What a list of movies you could watch. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then, like, after you, if you only listen to us once, do, like, everything you could possibly do. Like, like everything, follow everything, rate everything. Maybe write us hate mail to our email at Rotten Treasure Podcast dot <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. Like, yeah, that's what I want. I want the yeah. full experience.
1: Yeah.
4: Also, I'm on daddy issues with Mike. Oh, so look, yeah. at go, go to that on Instagram. Uh, Noah is currently showing his shirt that says daddy issues uh, that you can't say because you're a podcast. Uh, it's unrelated to
1: us. He actually
2: just has daddy issues. <laughs> it's not related to us. <laughs> it's very, us. It's very fun seeing like so I made that logo way too long ago and was like, oh, this would be like a temporary logo until I come up with one that I like more. Uh, and then that's just the logo. That's just what y'all have. So mm. that's great. By the way, I'm suing mm-hmm. y'all now that I'm no longer a member of the group.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so after Jack, He yeah. does it.
1: And also he's definitely going to get that tattooed somewhere on oh. his body at some
0: point. Oh, yeah.
2: I want my cut. I made that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to decide whether or not when I wiped my eye a second ago, there was some spicy food for breakfast this morning that got in mm. it. Well, we'll find but out. your eyes burn now. Maybe a little bit. All <laughs> right. Um, so you you heard Kai talk about the incredible ways that you as a listener could support the Rod and Treasure podcast, which you should go on and do because they're awesome. But we are also a podcast that that would love your support. And really what you do is you let other people know that this is something you enjoy and let them know that this is like a fun podcast that they can listen to. So if you're listening on Apple podcasts, when you give like a star rating and write a review, or if you're on another service, you might be able to review or follow or subscribe or whatever that tells people, Hey, this is something fun to listen to. Also, you can connect with us on social media, dying message podcast on Facebook at dying message pod on Twitter and on Instagram and send us that email to dying at gmail.com. And, um, Oh damn. Oh damn. I I'm sorry. I was I was supposed to like pay someone back, but there's money missing from my wallet. Kai, have you ever solved a mystery like this? Like maybe you can help me out? I hate you. I hate you
2: so much. Uh, no, that's great. I love you. I mean that in a good way, right? People when they say that they hate somebody? <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's that means love. I, I can get it. Yeah, I don't know. I saw this movie. I said that to my childhood bully at some point, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them. Uh, now you're married. So, anyway, so yeah. So, <laughs> so back when I was living in a really tiny little shitty apartment with Nathaniel May, I loved my little upstairs, um, tiny attic apartment. I just, I needed to, to go out and uh, I knew that I had 20 bucks lying around somewhere and just couldn't find it for the life of me because that's what I needed was just a little bit of cash. Whatever. Nate ended up having my back because he's a champion and always covers me for things when I'm failing as a human financially. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate all the money. <laughs> no, it's just we've all panicked and gone for like, where the fuck's my money? Where the fuck's you know, everything I need? He's that friend who's like, literally, let's just stop wasting time in life and like, go experience it. And then, yeah, I want to say like eight months later, in addition to like, this is, I'm mad at you, Harrison. In addition to all like this mystery pee smell in the back of a closet that was off of my room, was also just miscellaneous items my cat had been hoarding, including a like a crumpled up $20 bill.
4: <laughs> like that episode of Community, where they find the monkey in the vents had been hoarding all of the... He's a little... When, uh,
1: when my previous roommate replaced uh, their couch... We found a collection of at least 10 chapsticks that I had been missing that the cat collected.
2: Beautiful. What are they hoarding this stuff for? Like, I think they're having one mega mission, you know, like they are aliens and they're they're collecting stuff. I don't trust them. No, but yeah. Did you also?
0: I'm just realizing I should have had you tell this story next week. Why is that? Because it leads right. into the week after what well, we're going to be watching
2: the week after that, which is about cat burglars. We'll just cut this. Remember when when you asked me. Oh, no.
1: Are we watching Cat's Eye? Yeah. Oh no, oh, no, I quit. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so good. All right. Well, we quit our podcast coincidentally at the same time. And Jim, you want to take on a dying message podcast? Noah? want Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll, oh, are you? I'll be a detective anime
4: podcast.
2: <laughs> Great. So
0: which one of you is going to be the anime expert? And then I think the third one
2: can be the. <laughs> yeah, we immediately back out. I, I'd be on behalf of both of us. Never mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds like so much work. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah,
0: sure. Ugh. And that closes the case on this week's Dying Message the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast, episode 49, in which we recap a movie in record time. Podcast cover art created by Miriam Bloom, music excerpted from Solve the Damn Mystery by Jesse Spillane. Thank you again to our mystery guests, Kai Bobby and Jim O'Donnell. Coming up, how did it all begin? Are all of these questions going to be quite so vague? Wait, is something exciting going on next week for our 50th episode? Am I out of questions? All that and more when we next examine the scene of the crime for that fatal note. The dying message.
4: Also, when people say, like, oh, do you go by Jim or Jimmy? I always go, Uh, either's fine, but if I had to choose, just say Jim. Saves time. Save us all some time. Yeah.
1: I'm going to start saying Jimmy. The syllable I could use for other things.